Good evening, Patriots. I'm Praying Medic, and this is my Q update for November 16th, 2022. Welcome to the broadcast. I apologize that this broadcast is a little bit late, but I wanted to wait until President Trump made his announcement because I thought something relevant might come out of that announcement, and I'm actually glad I waited. So without further ado, on November 8th, uh, 2022, Q posted the message below. Endless lies, endless wars, endless inflation, endless printing, endless oppression, endless subjugation, endless surveillance. Who will put an end to the endless taking control Q? All right, so after a series of statements, Q asks, who will put an end to the endless? Who is taking control? Is that going to be Trump and the military? Is that going to be us, we the people? Are we taking back control? Maybe both. Uh, right, so endless lies. Uh, politicians and mainstream media fill us with lies and propaganda. It's been going on for a long time. Endless wars. Uh, President Trump ended the wars uh, on his watch when, in his first term in office, and they immediately started up again after Joe Biden took over. Endless inflation. Uh, yeah, inflation is a huge problem. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in just a couple minutes. Endless printing of money. Well, money printing leads to inflation, which leads to economic collapse. Endless oppression, subjugation, and surveillance. We live in the surveillance state. As far as oppression goes, we're oppressed in a lot of ways people don't even know. Uh, First Amendment right to free speech, uh, Fourth Amendment rights uh, against unlawful search and seizure. We're being surveilled everywhere. This is a situation that cannot stand. All right, so on November 11th, Q posted the message below. Who are the silent thieves? Why are they manipulating you? How are they stealing your wealth? Bubble, crash, steal, lie, repeat. What is inflation? Monetary manipulation, taxation without representation, put an end to the endless 1913 Q. So in both of these posts, Q is hammering the issue of financial manipulation, money printing, the Federal Reserve, which was created in 1913, and how we are being slowly robbed by uh, our elected leaders. All right, so uh, this is a uh, little timeline here from 2013, uh, courtesy of uh, Three Sevens on True Social. So on February 3rd, 1913, the 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was ratified, authorizing the federal government to impose income tax on individuals. Prior to that, there was no federal income tax. And there's a lot of controversy about that. Some people say that this amendment was improperly ratified. On October 3rd, 1913, the Revenue Act of 1913 was signed by President Woodrow Wilson, and that established the federal income tax by law. This was by amendment. And then on December 23rd, Wilson signed the Federal Reserve Act, giving a monopoly on the creation of money to a consortium of private banks, a.k.a. the Federal Reserve. Q asked, what is a bubble? There's a lot of different kinds of bubbles. 
Um, just going to give you an example. The stock market bubble is a result of a sudden surge upward in stock prices over their intrinsic value. When investors decide stock prices far exceed their fundamental value and begin to sell their shares, it triggers a massive sell-off, bursting the bubble and trapping investors who can't sell their shares fast enough. The stock market crisis of 2008 and 2009 is an example of a bubble. That happened when the perceived value of mortgages exceeded their intrinsic value. A rapid sell-off happened that threatened to destroy America's largest banks. And under the Troubled Assets Relief Program, TARP, Barack Obama authorized the printing of money and the bailout of the largest too-big-to-fail banks at the expense of taxpayers. This is just one example of the way in which very wealthy people are taking taxpayer money and uh, we are being impoverished. Q asks, what is inflation? Inflation is an increase in the cost of goods and services relative to the value of a given currency. When prices rise, uh, the buying power of currency decreases. So as a loaf of bread, for example, goes from $1 to $3 to $8 to $10, your ability to purchase with your money decreases. Currency is devalued. This can happen when the cost of goods and services rises on its own, or it can happen when currency becomes too plentiful, as is the case with excessive money printing. Uh, excessive printing of currency creates a lot of cash, and it every you know, trillion dollars that is printed makes each dollar worth less, and it increases uh, the likelihood of hyperinflation. Hyperinflation occurs when the annual rate of inflation exceeds 50% per year. Uh, hyperinflation is the cause of economic collapse. If you look at, historically, countries that have gone through economic collapse, Argentina 20 years ago, uh, Russia had a minor economic collapse in the 90s, uh, Zimbabwe and the Weimar Republic, they all had an economic collapse due to hyperinflation. Most causes of hyperinflation and economic collapse result from a combination of severe economic weakness and excessive government debt. When the government is not able to pull the economy out of a tailspin, uh, they start printing money to pay loans, to pay debt, and they start monetizing their debt, which is technically illegal, but most countries, including the United States, do it. The reason why there is a treasury and a Federal Reserve is uh, it's a way for the government to get around the laws that outlaw the monetization of debt. But we are monetizing our debt. And if the United States is not careful, we are going to have economic collapse. Okay, in a December 2018 question and answer session, an Anon asked Q if the United States has the gold, Q said, Yes, we do. So here's the question from the Anon. Do we have the gold? Q said, yes, gold shall destroy the Fed. So we've been under the impression for some time that President Trump's plan is to put us back on the gold standard and rein in the power of the Federal Reserve. Now, we have a recent example of how political elites rob us of wealth in the recent FTX crypto crash. I haven't been following this as closely as a lot of other people. Uh, I've been busy with other things, not one of which is the Arizona um, election. But just going to read briefly here 
a description of what's happening with this FTX uh, crash. Within the span of a few days, uh, FTX, which is a cryptocurrency, their co-founder, Sam uh, Bankman-Fried, known in the industry as SBF, lost nearly all of his $16 billion fortune in what Bloomberg called one of history's greatest ever destructions of wealth. On Friday, the Bahamas-based FTX was forced to file bankruptcy after 473 million of its funds were stolen in a hack of the cryptocurrency exchange. Customers rushed to withdraw their funds, but it was too late. Reuters reported that between one and $2 billion in customer funds vanished from the crypto exchange. They also claimed that FTX secretly funneled 10 billion of customer funds into a trading company, Alameda Research, and there are uh, claims that Alameda Research is actually run by SBF's girlfriend. There's been a lot of uh, digging into what exactly, what organizations SBF and FTX are connected to. And this article goes on to say, before the cryptocurrency exchange collapsed, uh, SBF was a major financer of the Democrat Party. MarketWatch reported, SBF contributed more than $5 million to Joe Biden and groups supporting him during his 2020 presidential campaign. He gave the Democrats nearly $37 million in the 2021 election cycle, according to Open, Open Secrets. Uh, SBF was the second biggest individual donor to the Democrats, only surpassed by the $128 million from George Soros. So who knew that <laughs> SBF and the FTX uh, crypto people were the second largest funder of Democrats? Uh, that's a surprise. Here's another interesting tidbit. In May, uh, SBF said he expected to donate north of $100 million to Democrats in the 2024 presidential election, but vowed to have a soft ceiling of political spending of a billion dollars if Donald Trump ran again. And that, of course, isn't going to happen because that exchange is now gone. So the Ukraine connection. Curiously, the Ukrainian government launched a cryptocurrency donation website in March that was backed by FTX. Coindesk reported in March, Aid for Ukraine, in quotes, which has the backing of crypto exchange FTX, staking platform Everstake, and Ukraine's Kuna exchange, will route donated crypto to the National Bank of Ukraine. And the interesting thing about that, the March uh, timeline, on March 15th, 2022, the Biden administration authorized the first installment of financial aid to Ukraine as a result of the war with Russia. The aid package totaled $13.6 billion. Here's the timeline, March 15th. Uh, it was either the next day on the 16th or the 17th that Ukraine authorized the use of cryptocurrency to receive financial aid. Here's a CNBC uh, headline from March 17th explaining that Ukraine uh, passed a bill legalizing crypto sector as digital currency donations can continue to pour in. Do you think it's a coincidence that Biden and Congress authorized $13 billion in aid to Ukraine and the very next day or within 48 hours, Ukraine legalizes crypto for donations? All right, so three sevens uh, summarized the money flow. We, our foreign aid goes to Ukraine, our taxpayer money. Ukraine invests that money in FTX. FTX then donates that money back to the Democrat Party. Money laundering. Democrats weren't the only one receiving money from FTX. This federal election form, uh, FEC form, 
shows that Mitch McConnell's Senate Leadership Fund also received donations. Here is the, uh, it took, just took a screen cap of this from the website. Senate Leadership Fund, uh, FTX Digital Markets, the amount that was donated, $2.5 million. And there are other donations uh, to various political organizations from FTX. Jenna Ellis posted this on Twitter, Democrats and Republican leadership taking hundreds of millions in donations from FTX. No wonder the whole Ukraine funding nonsense received such bipartisan support from the swamp. They were apparently using your tax dollars to fund themselves. The Uniparty is corrupt. That is correct, Jenna. The Uniparty is corrupt. All right, we're going to switch gears here. On November 14th, President Trump retruthed a meme containing the phrase, put an end to the endless. Okay, so we have this meme from Andrea, uh, God bless Trump. Put an end to the endless, picture of President Trump. And that's the caption there in all caps. <laughs> and President Trump retruthed it. And it is the second to the last phrase in the last Q post. Put an end to the endless. Uh, do you think it's just random coincidence that President Trump is retruthing memes with the very latest Q post? I, I don't know. Yeah, probably coincidence. All right. So shifting gears again, the much hyped announcement last night by President Trump caused people to speculate that a significant event was about to happen. I was initially angered by the hype as I knew that it was going to cause people to create unrealistic expectations but it seems the hype and the expectations had a purpose. So I'm not going to chastise you if you had big expectations and you're disappointed. That's actually part of the plan. So here's my post from Truth Social the morning before the announcement. This is from the 15th at 9 a.m. President Trump's announcement tonight will be one data point of many, just as consequential will be the deep state's reaction to it. Whatever counter move the deep state makes, Trump will respond, we are moving inexorably toward the apex of a battle, one day and one move at a time. Like I said, I held off on this broadcast because I wanted to see what Trump was going to announce and how the deep state was going to respond to it. Now Julian's rum went one step further. He predicted that the announcement was a trap given that it fell on a three-year anniversary of a Q post that linked to the definition of the word trap. So here's a post from Julian's Rum, and he said, whatever Trump does today, it's probably a trap. This is from 11 o'clock the morning of the 14th, just the day before President Trump made his uh, announcement. So we have a post from Q, what advantages might exist when you know the other side's playbook, MiriamWebster.com, dictionary, definition of the word trap. Enjoy the show. So Julian's Rum was like, huh, this whole thing is a trap. And all right, so let's move along. Yesterday, two missiles that landed in Poland killed a couple of people. It was initially claimed by news outlets that the missiles were Russian, but Vladimir Putin refused to take responsibility, and the Pentagon could not confirm that the missiles were Russian. And I was following this series of events all day long, the news reports. So the missile strike threatened to escalate the war in Eastern Europe. Poland officials said they were taking measures to increase military readiness. It looked like we were going to escalate uh, the war and drag NATO into this. But here's the interesting thing. 
The experts who were examining photos of the debris at the scene thought the missiles were Ukrainian. And this is from K13 News. Uh, they posted this. So what crashed in the village uh, in Poland today? With the cooperation of Blue Boy 1969, we analyzed the available photos of fragments and came to a clear conclusion that they were Ukrainian. Uh, it's an S-300 AD system. So Enoch, <laughs> thinking that Trump's announcement last night would be carefully watched by the deep state and anticipating that the deep state might react to Trump's announcement, uh, Enoch created a timeline of events from last night. So he says uh, on Truth Social, let's take a 40,000 foot view of the happenings last night, shall we? 9 p.m., Trump takes the stage. And of course, this was something that he announced weeks ahead of time. At 9 p.m., Biden is in the war room. Trump files 2024 FEC paperwork. We saw that drop just a few minutes before President Trump went live. Then Biden announces that the Poland missile was from Ukraine. The deep state was so scared of what Trump could announce last night that they played their false flag World War III card earlier in the day. The Trump announcement was not what they were expecting, and they immediately walked back their false flag attempt. All right, so he's got a link to, uh, here's what President Biden was doing during Trump's 2024 speech. Okay, so Pepe Lives Matter says, Zelensky and his Nazi constituents shot a missile into Poland on the day that Trump announces his presidential run on a delta for a Q-drop marked trap in an attempt to start World War III and then got caught immediately in their lie and they embarrassingly failed. <laughs> Am I getting that right? Yes, Pepe, you are getting that right. That is exactly what happened. So Julian's Rom gave this perspective. Predictions with specific dates and expectations are never productive. Q warned about this plenty of times. That said, it's worth noting. Trump was deliberately ambiguous before his announcement yesterday because he wanted them, the deep state, to think he was about to drop something big. It worked. They showed their hand and they tried to false flag us into a war by the Poland missile shit. In other words, when Trump is successfully misleading them, it will inherently mislead some anons as well, just the nature of it. And that is unfortunately true. We have had this uh, recurring problem, uh, as Q has posted, countdowns and dates of things expected to happen. A lot of people get angry and upset because these predicted dates never come to materialize. It's a big nothing burger. People are promised and they get some hope that something's going to happen <laughs> and then nothing happens. And Q has told us over and over again what Julian is highlighting here, that these dates, these predictions about things, big things that are going to happen, they're almost always traps to get the deep state to make a wrong move. When a truly big event is going to happen, we're not going to see it coming ahead of time. Trump and Q do not signal in advance their big moves. The big moves always come unexpectedly without warning. Whenever there's a date predicted, whenever there's anticipation of some big thing happening on a certain day, you can almost always be guaranteed it's going to be a head fake. Now, Q said this back uh, March 2019. What occurred the last time a countdown was presented? In brackets, false flag. Do you believe in coincidences? Never interfere with an enemy who's in the process of destroying themselves. Ammunition is hard to come by. Q. Q and Trump use these 
uh, predicted events and these timelines and countdowns to get the deep state to expend ammunition because they can only do that so often before people start to get suspicious that something is going on. So if you got faked out by uh, Trump's announcement last night, don't feel bad. It, it, it's a necessary, it's unfortunately, but it's a necessary part of what Q and President Trump are doing. All right, that is all for this update. You can find my articles, videos, and podcasts at the links below. My main website is prayingmedic.com, my ministry, prayingmedic.org. Telegram channel uh, is the one, it's praying underscore medic. I have my uh, comments on the chat temporarily disabled because people were having meltdowns last night. I will enable the chat again pretty soon. Rumble channel, true social account at Praying Medic, and my podcast on Podbean. Please keep me and Denise in prayer. Keep President Trump in prayer. Keep Kerry Lake and the Patriots in Arizona in prayer as they're still counting ballots. Love you all. Take care. I will catch you on the next broadcast.